We are back with another special. In fact, it is our first special of the new year. He is one of the fastest rising stars on the UK independent scene. You would have seen him on the WWE Network with Progress Wrestling as one of the originals of the new generation, a semi-finalist in the Natural Progression Series. He's had standout performances throughout the UK scene. He is the UK PW Interregional Champion and the Fight Nation Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. He is the kid without fear. Danny Black, welcome to the show. Yeah, that's a big intro, man. <laughs> We like it. It's pro wrestling. We like to give our guys the biggest intros we can possibly do. Uh, and of course, we are TN Tights, a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling, as featured on bodyslam.net, brought to you by Powerful TV. I'm your host, the great British attack, Mr. Andrew Moore, and Eden Most, and my co host, as always, Big Daddy Dan Daniel Allen, or just Dan for short. Good evening, and I am so happy to have. This amazing, fantastic, awesome wrestler here. Danny Black, you collect and complete our set. We have had all four of the amazing, amazing members of the best match of 2021, in my opinion, including Mr. Callum Newman, including Just Joe Lando, and of course, including Maverick Mayhew and yourself. Thanks. <laughs> It's so sick. I've I've listened to all the interviews you did with all the boys, and it's like it's so sick hearing that like it was match of the year for you, because obviously the standard since wrestling's come back has been so good. Uh, I'm I'm just happy I'm in the conversation somewhere, but to be someone's like favorite match, and that obviously that match was so much fun for us because we're all like actual best friends. So to to all be in the same match was so cool. It was brilliant, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I thank you very much for it. The same way I thank all of the other guys. <laughs> Indeed, and uh, as I say, it was so much fun having all of the guys on the show, and I'm sure we're going to have so much fun with yourself as well, because uh, you have had, I mean, I've talked about Fastest Rising Stars, because you, you got a bit of a jump start on some of the other guys in the new year, as with Progress Wrestling, you were able to start back a little bit sooner, but you went out and you became the UKP Interregional UKPW Champion, as well as the Fight Nation Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. And speaking with Tate Mayfairs back in the day, we know you've had a huge history, obviously, behind the scenes with IPW, FNW. So what was that like? Yeah, it was it was sick. Like, um, yeah, as I said, I've, I've, I used to crew with, well, I started my first ever training with IPW at the time. Uh, back in 2016, I think October time is when I started. Uh, so yeah, that's that's where I started, and then eventually, like the company changed hands a few times, whatever, changed names <laughs> here and there. And ever since then, I've been like going to shows, helping out here and there when I could. Um, like my first ever live shows were IPW shows, uh, where I got to see some of my favorite wrestlers live for the first time, which was super inspiring. Uh, and then. When the shows moved to Milton Keynes, I went there to crew, help out and watch the shows and enjoy them. Like they had the best of British wrestling on there, which was so sick to see for me. And like such a, a I guess like seeing the goal right in front of you, where it's like, this is the standard I need to get to. And now that I'm not only in the mix, but like the top champ there, it's, it's mad. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Thursday night. Um, I am going to be in attendance again. I've got my season ticket for FNW, um, and I love that venue. Um, what do you think of the Unit 9 venue? Are you inspired by the artwork on the walls? <laughs> the first time I walked into that venue, I was like, this is so cool. Uh, obviously, I'm a big uh, comic book fan, big nerd. So seeing all those, those pictures on the wall, the first thing I thought was, obviously, I wanted to wrestle there because of like the names that wrestled there and all that. But... The first thing I thought was, I want to wrestle here so I can get a picture in front of all these comic book things. <laughs> it would have been the first thing in my head as well, because, yeah, uh, we've said it before to you guys, we are big, absolute geeks ourselves. And uh, In fact, I'm wearing my Daredevil in for, for yourself today. There it is. Uh, the, the man without fear for the kid without fear. Uh, we'll talk about your love for comics in a little bit more. 
but before we get on to your upcoming match for FNW, uh, we'll talk about that that lead into becoming champion. Uh, so FNW returned with Renaissance, and you had an incredible Z Force tournament first round match with Callum Newman, and you were a last minute rep- opponent, weren't you, Change? Yeah. Yeah, so he, he was meant to originally go against Dexter, I think. And I got the message like a couple of days before saying, like, he can't do it anymore. Can you do it? And I was like, yeah, sure. Because <laughs> um, I think I'd been in talks with them about like being involved with the shows and that um, prior, but I wasn't meant to be at that show, obviously. Um, and I, I had the, the day available, so I thought, why not wrestle one of my best friends? Because obviously, <laughs> being against Callum, I was extra excited for it. Um, and it was actually just like a few days after the last lot of tapings we did for Progress. So I was feeling really sore. And I'd been in like my shoot job all week. So I was so tired. But I was like, I need to go wrestle Callum because it's going to be sick. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I love wrestling Callum. I could wrestle him every day. The one thing that reminds me every time in that match is that leap Callum Newman makes from the stage onto the top rope into the springboard drop kick. Did you guys talk that out beforehand, or did that was that a spur of the moment decision? Yeah, so he's been wanting to do something with that jump for a while uh, because like it just messing about before the shows. Um, I think even before lockdown. He just like before the shows, he just like run up and do that jump for fun. He was like, I want to use this in the match. Um, and he never got to do it for some reason. So when I turned up that day, I was like, You're gonna do it today? He was like, Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, We definitely gotta get that in. Because it's like it's ridiculous how easy he makes it look. Cause that that leap is big. Like the ring's not against the stage, it's a bit further. Like there's a, a decent sized gap between the stage and the ring. And then he's jumping from like floor level up straight up to the top rope as well. And he just does it so easy. It annoys me, but. (laughs) Well, yeah, you see some guys actually struggling to get over and across. Yeah, exactly. Hatch, hatch, hatch. (laughs) Hatch for one, yes. Uh, Now, of course, you were then going to be part of the F&W Tag Team Championship Tournament alongside Billy Hayes' Troubled Youth. Yeah. Uh, you got a buy through the first round due to, uh, I believe, the first tag team pulled out. So you just got a buy through and you took on the Rebellion in the semifinals and you took a lacious bump in that one. <laughs> I'll so let no, you. We, we didn't wrestle the Rebellion in that. Oh, we wrestled the henchmen. Oh, my bad. It was the henchmen, the big, yeah. big boys, the henchmen. I can't believe I mistake those two. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we wrestled the henchmen, and uh, I think it was only like five minutes into the match or something, uh, like a crossbody catch into a power bomb. It like threw up my shoulder. So obviously, um, backstage we we figured it out. Jay Joshua was there, and I know uh, Jay and Billy are really close, and I love Jay as well. I know he's so good. Uh, so I was happy for him to take my place uh, and I was just happy to see them go all the way and win the belts because they're such they're two good guys like, I've known Billy for, for years I think since 2016 because he used to come over and do um, a couple of IPW seminars um, so yeah I've known him for years I've been friends with him for years and JJ I met at the Frontline Wrestling Young Lions tryout in 2018 or 19. Yeah, uh, so I've known both guys for long and I've known how good they are, so I was just happy to see them succeed. Such a lovely photo of you celebrating with them with the belts. Um, really great picture. Yeah, it was. I was just so happy for them. Like, even though I couldn't be a part of it, I was like, to a point, I didn't really care, like, as long as they went all the way. Mm. Of course, it all kind of worked itself out because then you were going to have the main event match against Chris Ridgway at the end of year show. Uh, But there was a lot of COVID about. A lot of people ended up pulling those changes to quite a few different uh, matchups throughout the night. Uh, And but in the end, you 
ended up taking on Luke Jacobs. Uh, the idea of the match being that he was, I'm a heavyweight, you're a lightweight, and, well, you proved him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke is definitely a heavyweight. That guy hits hard. Um, yeah, I love wrestling Luke uh, and Ethan, of course. Uh, I wrestled, <laughs> actually tagged with uh, Ridgeway against the Young Guns at Progress in the opening round of the tag tournament there. Uh, and I've said it elsewhere, like the first time I got in the ring of the Young Guns, they're both actually younger than me. And I, I, <laughs> I've never felt so outclassed in my life. They're, they're like, the, it's so hard to explain, but like everything they do is just like excellent in the ring. Like footwork, timing, technique, everything is like perfect. And I remember it was the, I think it was the first day of that lot of tapings. So I was like, because there's obviously no wrestling on during that time because it was like lockdown, lockdown. So I'd had the last lot of tapings, but I think there was about three weeks, maybe a month between. So I'd not done wrestling for like a month. That was the first match back. <laughs> that was the first match back. And I was like, I'm nowhere near these guys' level. Um, but yeah, it was just, it's just great to, to wrestle both of them. And then obviously Luke again at Fight Nation. Uh, yeah, he's just one of the best in the country by far. Uh, and it was just great, even though obviously I would have loved to wrestle Ridgeway, but uh, obviously he couldn't do it because of illness. I've wrestled him twice before. He's one of my other favourite people to wrestle. Uh, just because like, he's one of the best in the country, if not the world, easily. Um, I'm one of the nicest people, even though he doesn't look <laughs> to come across that way in the matches. Backstage, yeah. nicest people to be around. I love him so. And yeah. same, with, like it's just night and day. <laughs> They're scary and ring personas, and then like the loveliest guys backstage. So. Yeah, even I got that when I went at the Wrestle Carnival show. He was the first guy I asked the uh, autograph of, and I'm thinking like I'm just gonna get like a, a look and a thing but you're like yeah sure of course yeah. but yeah we've talked about it uh quite often uh how much we admire chris ridgeway as a competitor without a doubt in the uk right now the probably the best technical wrestler in the uk right now and as you say should really be talked about in the top you know when dream matches come to mind for uh Brian Danielson, Chris Rage is at the top top of the list of mine every time. Oh, I'd love. I've never even thought of that. I'd love to see that. That would be insane. That would That'd be, be a good show. <laughs> uh, but of course, uh, after the match, uh, you were attacked by uh, Keenan of uh, Northwest Strong, but uh, saved by the drop. Well, uh, Jay Joshua and. Billy Hayes, so we're going to see a, a formation of maybe a, a trios of troubled youth. Uh, who knows? You know, obviously, I've got this this title defense this Thursday, but who knows what the future holds after that? I'm sure we. I, I know definitely. I would love to to get my hands on Northwest Strong again, and I know the boys would back it. So, <laughs> of course, we'd love to see another scrap between you and the Northwest Strong lads. But let's talk about, uh, as you say, Unit Nine. Milton Keynes, Rise of the Kingdom uh, on the 27th. You were due to be facing Francesco Akira. Uh, unfortunately, he has it's now been replaced by Warren Banks. Uh, I'm sure you're looking forward to getting back in the room with Warren Banks. He was the man that beat you in the semifinals of the natural progression. Sorry. Keep <laughs> <laughs> the memories alone. Yeah. Um- I was obviously really looking forward to wrestling Akira. I've wanted to wrestle him for a while. Um, but obviously, health comes first, so I wish him the best. But, uh, yeah, getting to wrestle Banks again is going to be amazing. I've wanted to wrestle him again since that natural progression match. Uh, at the time, I felt like it was the best match I'd had. Uh, I feel like we've got great in-ring chemistry. And he's amazing. Like, out of all the, the new gen of progress, I think he's one of the top stars like naturally he just feels like he fits um i love getting to wrestle him so it's going to be great and i'm going to get my win back (laughs) excellent fighting tool we love it (laughs) excellent uh 
so we're going to go run down the, the Fight for Nation card. Uh, if you give us just a quick thoughts on each of the matches coming up. Uh, so Axel Tiska versus Luke Jacobs. If Is Tiska going to be there, do you know? Because like, he was out of progress this weekend. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't know what the reason was at progress. Uh, but I just know it was health-related reasons. So if he's okay, I'd love to see that match. If not, I'm sure they've got a great replacement. So any match will be because I mean, it's going to be a banger. So I'm sure it'll be. Uh, legends of the UK scene, Mark Haskins and Martin Kirby. I'm sure you must be dying to see this one. <laughs> yeah, of course. They're two guys that I used to watch just coming to, to crew Fight Nation IPW shows at, um, at Unit 9. Uh, Haskins in particular, I remember watching him uh, as a crew member every match he had. I, I remember in particular Haskins versus Ridgeway uh, when I was crewing. And I just forgot that I was crewing and just became a fan again. So good. I, I definitely love to wrestle both those guys. So if they want a title shot, I'm more, more than happy. <laughs> kind, kind of you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think they've earned it. <laughs> uh, I, another good friend of yours, Nino Bryan, uh, Big Guns Joe, Gene Money and Nico Angelo in a fatal full way. Yeah, I'm so happy for Nino getting his opportunity at Fight Nation. Uh, he'd only really been doing like the the smaller shows and some some decent shows around London, uh, and then he got a breakout performance in that Defend Indie tournament. I was so happy to see that he's he was on the same beginners course as me at the Projo slash Knucklelocks uh, back in 2017, <laughs> and I've known he's he was going to be a massive star since then. He's so good, and it's so I'm so happy for him that he's getting all these opportunities now because he definitely deserves them. And Nico is another one as well that I'm happy to see there. Uh, I, I met him same time as Jay Joshua at the frontline tryouts, and I was blown away by him then. And he's only gotten better since then, so that'll be a great match. Uh, for guys that maybe haven't seen Nino in action, Will Ospreay once nicknamed him Rey Mysterio. So he did. Nino was Rey Mysterio, and Callum was Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> That's it. Uh... Mad Kurt versus Ashley Dunn for the Z-Force Championship. Whenever I think of Mad Kurt, his theme song gets stuck in my head, so I don't want to think about it for too long. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy Ashley Dunn back. I've actually got um, a match with Ashley Dunn at Triumph Wrestling next month on the 13th, I think. No, 12th. I'm not sure. Whatever the Sunday is. <laughs> this is 12th or 13th. Uh, but yeah, I'm lo really looking forward to that. He's had that incredible match against Callum Newman at the last Triumph show. That was that was so good when I watched that match. I was very, very impressed and a very underrated guy. Hopefully, start to see him break out this year as well. Uh, change to the female fight league recently. Uh, Laura, Laura DiMatteo will now just be facing Rhea O'Reilly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Laura's great. Uh, I've seen her on loads of shows that I've been on recently, Ambush and Progress, obviously. Um, I've actually not seen, I don't think I've ever seen Rhea work. Like, I know her name, but I don't think I've ever seen one of her matches. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing what she brings to it. Yeah, a uh, big part of the Pro Wrestling Eve uh, promotion. I know that much. I, I haven't actually seen huge amounts of her work, but Laura DiTomateo, huge, huge fan of hers. Then it's the Tag Team Championship match. Jay Joshua and Billy Hayes versus the 8-7. Boy Johnson and Alexander Roth. And I've just realised you're in the main event against a member of the 8-7, Warren Banks. I am. Um... Yeah, my boys have got this easy. <laughs> yeah. And I've got to back the boys. But, like, um, I'm, I'm so happy for Roth as well, getting out there more, because he's been underrated for ages. Mm. I've wanted to wrestle him since I first met him. So, hopefully, that match happens at some point, somewhere, whether that's UKPW, Fight Nation, anywhere. Uh, but, yeah, Roth was really underrated for ages. So, I'm, I'm glad to see him coming up with the 8-7 boys. And, obviously, Roy and, and Banks are great. But, you know... Me and the boys are going to beat them all, so. Excellent. So you might have Hughes with Northwest Strong and the 8-7s going forward, but what about a match with Callum Newman? He does hold a pinfall victory over you in Fight Nation Wrestling. 
like ripping this off now. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd, I'd love to, to have a rematch with Callum. He's one of my favourite people to wrestle, one of my best friends. And I suppose he does deserve it, uh, getting that win over me. So, yeah, I'd, I'd gladly... I'd gladly wrestle, uh, defend my belt against anyone, but I'd I'd more be more than happy to to wrestle Callum for it. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to hear that. Uh, so let's move on to, of course, Progress Wrestling, uh, the upper echelon of British independent wrestling. It's been the name synonymous for with British wrestling for the last uh, eight years, ten years or so for however long, uh, and you finally got to make your debut as part of the Natural Progression Series. How did that all feel? How did it come about? Tell us all about it. Yeah, it was it was a weird situation, a really weird way to debut for Progress. Uh, I Prior to that, I'd done one pre-show match for them uh, at the ballroom, which was really cool, in uh, 2019. Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, it was like in the midst of lockdown, I had no inkling that any wrestling was going on for, for a while. Like I kind of accepted it. I have no clue when this is going to be back. Uh, and then I got a random email from someone uh, new working at Progress saying, uh, can we have a call with you? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no clue why what it was for. I didn't even click in my head. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll have a chat. I've <laughs> got not much else on. Um, and then I got a call from two people from, from Progress, two of the new guys involved. And they basically said, yeah, we want you as a part of the Natural Progression Series. And I was ecstatic because obviously I wasn't expecting to even wrestle yet, let alone wrestle for Progress. So, yeah, it was it was mad how it came about. And the fact that I got to do it when no other wrestling was on, like, I was so lucky to, to just be wrestling in general, but let alone for arguably the biggest promotion in the UK and showcase on the WWE network. I, I had faith in myself and I knew I was going to get to the progress main shows eventually, but I didn't know it was going to be this soon. And I didn't know I was going to be as big a part of it, which I'm so grateful for. And your first match against Elijah, had you had ever come across Elijah before? Uh, I'd met him a few times. We've we've done a few shows together here and there. Uh, not that many as I pretty much only did shows in London for, before lockdown. Uh, and obviously he's from Wales. So whenever he came down to London for the odd show here and there, I'd met him. But obviously never never crossed paths in the ring. Uh, he's great. Such a specimen. Like he's he's in insane shape. You don't realise it. Like it's even even better in, in person, like the size of him. You don't expect it. Uh, and yeah, great wrestler. I was so, so happy to get him in the first round to, to showcase what we could both do. And obviously came out on top, <laughs> got to the semi-final. And then, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> I must admit, the first time I saw Elijah was that uh, Charles Crowley called me invited. Mm. And my first thought was, who is this guy have I not seen him before? Because he was, as you say, just absolutely trim, jacked. He's got muscles on muscles. Yeah. <laughs> it you feel very, very sure getting, having to wrestle him the first match back after lockdown where I was feeling extra skinny. I was like, I've got to stand next to this jacked guy. <laughs> oh, I love that video. I, that's still one of my favourite things of lockdown was that Charles Crowley or Cordial Invited video. It was great fun. So for fans that may not know of it, I don't know if it's still available on YouTube, but Charles Crowley had uh, with a, quite a few different uh, British wrestlers from all over the scene put together a little, I guess, a first ever cinematic match. It was awesome. Uh, but you've had so many great matches uh, for Progress Wrestling. Uh, the biggest one, of course, against Cara Noir, for the Progress Championship match in one of the best matches of that era, for my, in my opinion. That was really, really well done. The the entire layout of the match and then the match itself, just everything seemed perfect. Oh, thanks so much. That's really cool to hear. Yeah, as I said, like going into Progress, I was kind of like 
the young guy just happy to be here sort of thing. I, I thought I'd be MPS and I didn't know like how involved I'd be after that, but I, I was grateful for any opportunity, obviously. Uh, but to be given a, a, a title match with Cara Noir for the <laughs> for the biggest company in the UK on the WWE Network, like just saying all that together is crazy. And yeah, it was it was so cool to wrestle Cara. Uh, I've been a big fan of him for ages since before he was Cara. <laughs> I used to obviously go to those old IPW shows. He was Black Belt Tom Dawkins back then, uh, and I was a fan of him back then. Uh, to see how far he's come is is really inspiring and kind of storyline and shoot i guess backstage he was like kind of like a mentor to me that whole time like him as as well as ridgeway and lycos uh they all helped me a great deal on those tapings like giving me advice and feedback and just being like lovely to me backstage really so yeah and obviously like to peel back the curtain when planning a match with Kara is so interesting because he doesn't look at wrestling the way anyone else does. Like his mind for wrestling is so unique that it just, it makes wrestling him so easy in the planning. Cause you're just like, tell me what to do. I'll do it. <laughs> like you're the mastermind here. I'll sit back. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was great. I'd love to wrestle Kara again, obviously um, anywhere for, for, for any opportunity. And his oh his match yesterday yesterday I don't know when this is going out. Uh, I went to the 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 first live show for Progress. His match with Ridgeway was incredible. Oh, that first of three yeah the first three falls matches and I'm I'm just I can't wait. Do you know when it's going to be on the network or is it going to go on demand first and then a delay onto the network? Uh, I know it's definitely going on the network and demand. I have no clue when. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it'll be too long. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say two weeks, but don't take my word for it. I have no clue. Uh, hopefully so, because there's so many great matches from that show to uh, thing. And as I say, we'll definitely... Uh, well, let's talk about it. Uh, you were there. Uh, progress is back in front of live fans. They're back at their home. The Electric Ballroom, Camden, London. Uh, how was that? What was that like? Just walking out on the stage. Yeah, it was. It was, it was great to to see the the Progress family again. Because uh, obviously, it, it sounds cheesy, but we built this like family relationship over lockdown because we was like the only people outside of our bubbles we were seeing, uh, and we all got really close. And it, it was a great environment backstage. So much fun to be around everyone. Uh, and yeah, it was just great to see everyone again. The production team, the management, like they're all so cool and like in with in with the boys and the girls. Like we're just one big family and we have a laugh. So it was great to see everyone uh, before the show. And to well, I didn't have a match on the first show back. I was just there to to enjoy the show and see everyone. Um, I will definitely be having matches in the future. Can't say anything, yet, but I will. Um, so yeah, it was We've great be in the, the crowd and soak up the environment um, because I'd, I've crewed there a few times back in the day uh, and getting to see it from that perspective but to fully just be able to sit back relax and enjoy the show as a fan again it was it was so good and it just got me even more excited to, to get in the ring so I've got a question for you from your fan point of view um, Anthony Agogo's reaction mm. when he appeared how was that for the fans? <laughs> it was incredible. So, obviously, uh, being in with Progress and being there early, I, I knew he was going to be there. Uh, and I've actually met him a few times before at Play Fight, uh, Tom uh, Cara's training school. Uh, very nice guy, very, very humble, very talented. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, I knew he was going to be there and I knew he was going to be a surprise match. So I was kind of like waiting there, giddy, to see what the reaction was going to be like. And I knew he was coming and his music hit. And I was, I was standing next to uh, some people and they just looked at each other and went, go, go. And they just got excited. <laughs> and then he came out and the place erupted. Like, it was such a good reaction. Like, people uh, chanting, holy shit, standing. Like, it was, it was amazing to, to see from a fan's perspective. 
um like it's it's moments like that where you're like you're not a wrestler anymore you're just a fan again mm. and it's good to, to be a part of it now we know you were only there as a fan but you well costa decided to uh make so you like, part of the show yeah <laughs> he just he can't keep his mouth shut can he like he, he says all the time that oh, you're not on me and Malik's radar but then first thing he does when he's back in the ballroom in front of the fans there's Danny Black why are you chatting about me well done your boy won like yeah you, you, you took the piss after but and I definitely haven't forgot about that but now you're making it about me still like I'm in their heads I don't even have to try <laughs> and like <laughs> I was just sitting back. I was with my girlfriend, relaxing, in the show. He gets on the mic. Oh, Danny Black's here. I was like, yeah, all right. Continue with the show. Go on. And then halfway through the match, he pipes up to me on the outside. And then that distracts Malik. So if anything, it was Costa's fault. I didn't even do anything. I was just clapping back at Costa and Malik got distracted, uh, which which probably cost him the match. Good. I don't care. Um and then he comes out trying to fight me after. I'm in the crowd. I'm like, fine, we'll fight right here. I don't care. We can fight. But Costa held his boy back, even though it was his fault. I'm, I'm sure it's not the last I've heard of them too, even though I want it to be, because they just run their mouths. Um, I'm down to fight Malik whenever. So whenever he wants it, he can come get it. That's it. Uh, chapter one to eight technique up in Manchester in a couple of weeks, all back at the, uh, the ballroom for chapter... One, two, nine. I choo, choo, choose you. Uh, now, I don't want you to be facing Malik at one, two, nine. I choo, choo, choose you. Who do you want? I've seen who's been announced today as coming in for that show. <laughs> Swerve yeah. the Realist. Yes. Oh, how amazing would it be to see Danny Black against Shane Strickland? That, that would be was on my list. I don't know if you saw, everyone was doing lists at the start of the year, so I thought might as well throw mine out. Like, as some were more ambitious than others, but all of them I feel, like, realistic now, being being in with progress and, like, the, the calibre of talent they get in. Mm. Um, any of them could happen easily, mm. and all these or whatever, who you want to say. Uh, so, yeah, he, he was one on my list. I'd, I'd love to wrestle him. Um, I'm not, I don't know if it's going to happen on that show, but hopefully at some point it will happen. Um, he's so good. Like, he's been over to the UK loads, uh, and I've trained under him quite a few times. Uh, whenever he's come over, he's done training sessions in, in multiple schools, and I've been at every single one I could get to. Um, yeah, he's so talented, and I'd love to wrestle him. The first match I had ever seen of uh, Swerve was that progress match against Will Ospreay. Yeah. Jaw-dropping action from just moment what from the moment the bell rings, jaw-dropping act. That was such a good match. And, yeah, I can imagine you would have such a great match with him. We would love to see that. Uh, but there's going to be a new Natural Progression series. Uh-huh. Uh, who... Have you tipped? Who, who? If you were to pick eight, normally we ask a few less. We usually only go for around four when asking who do you see coming up on the scene right now. But if you had the choice, eight young guys to be in that new natural progression series, who are you going to go with? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I've got a few names in mind. I'm going to have to dig deep to get eight. Like, there's, there's so many. I know I'm going to miss some and I'm going to be mad. But so my first few picks are quite easy for me. I'm going to go with Nino. Yep. Um, one of the best flyers in the country. And he needs to get recognised as that soon. And I've been lucky to wrestle him loads of times. One of my favourite people to wrestle. I hope to do it loads more. He's going to be great. Um, so he should, he should definitely get a spot. Uh, Nino, I'll go with Nico Angelo. Uh, for the next one because I have no clue why he's not in progress yet <laughs> insane talent and just watching watching that defend indie tournament like you could pick any of those names <laughs> for the MPS like they, they wouldn't look out of place and saying that again Jay Joshua would be my next pick um, one of my boys you know he picked up the tag title with Billy Hayes I love him great wrestler I've seen him wrestle loads of times now still haven't wrestled him I'd love to uh 
So there we go. We've got Nino, Nico, JJ. <laughs> I will go with Tommy Kyle. Good pick. Uh, yes. Very underrated. I hadn't seen much of his work until we started getting on a lot more shows together recently. Uh, yeah, just super nice guy. And, and, and watching backstage and watching footage back from shows he's been on, I've been super impressed with him. Uh, he's definitely up-and-coming star. There's four. Here we go. Um, I'm going to say Roth. Alexander Roth. Alexander, yeah. Uh, my fifth pick. Eight, seven ties, obviously. Uh, can come in and do stuff with them guys. But, yeah, as I said, underrated guy. Like He's got such good charisma. Um, just, like, you can't not love him <laughs> when he's a best face and you can't not hate him when he's a heel. Like, he's, he's, he's great. Um... Five. Okay. Who am I going to go for now? Uh, who should I go for? Hmm. Oh, Joe Lando. <laughs> Obviously. Joe Lando. There we go. Easy. Best flyer in Europe. He should be at Progress now. I'm sure he will be there soon. You know, I've I've been trying to get him in. I'm sure he'll come in soon. Um, then we'll go for another close personal friend of mine. We'll go with Callum Newman. I honestly like he could go straight to the main shows. Mm. Like, doesn't need the MPS. He's he's it's annoying how good he is. One of the best in the country, <laughs> now. and he's younger than all of us. It's annoying. Um, how many I got left? Two. Well, no, no, one more. That was it. One more. Oh, one more. One more pick. Um, who have I seen that's really good on shows recently? Um, <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Simon Miller. Why he did, not? He did such a good job hosting Progress yesterday. Um, like obviously he would. <laughs> guy's got such good charisma, such good personality. One of the nicest guys you ever meet. Super jacked. Um, and I've actually wrestled him in a scramble ages ago, uh, 2019 summertime, I believe. Um, and I'm sure, yeah, he's he's improved since then. He was good back then, so why not? Why not? <laughs> we made up our own um, version. Uh, in a previous episode um, for our own natural progression. I did have Simon Miller in my one uh, and Callum Newman and Nino Bryant. So, yeah, I'm quite happy you chose those guys. <laughs> I think I, I had Roth and uh, I can't remember. I'm sure I had a few others, but uh, if I'm going to pick two right now for next year's, Taintness of Greatness, Tate Mayfair's, and Ricky Knight Jr. because he still hasn't made his progress debut yet and... Uh, Again, another guy who could probably right now walk onto the main stage of progress and not be a thing, but natural progression series are a great way to bring guys like these in and earn a championship shot. Yeah, of course, yeah. Awesome. Right, let's talk about your love for Daredevil because you are the kid without fear. Uh, so how, when did that start? Um, so it started pretty early. I didn't have the gimmick for like my first two matches or something. Uh, but I had the idea for it. I just didn't have any of the gear or whatever. Um, it was literally as simple as um, I needed a logo and I was looking at my initials and I was like, well, I just copy the Daredevil logo. Like, that'll fit the DNB. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was that simple. And it, and it's like spawned from that as obviously at the time I was like 17. Um, even though I'm an adult now, it's still a kid without fear. Shawn Michaels is still the heartbreak kid and he's like nearly 60, so who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, I just like slightly changed it. So, kid without fear from man without fear. Um, and that, like, the, the without fear thing is, I don't feel like it's a gimmick for me. Like, I, it is, obviously, I've, I've taken it from, from Daredevil and taken inspiration from that, but mm. it's how I am in real life as well. <laughs> like, I don't really fear things <laughs> to put it to put it plainly like 
if a guy ten times the size of me was gonna come fight me on the street, I'd do it. Like, I don't care. <laughs> so like, it it works with my gimmick. Like I don't care. I'll fight anyone. No, love it. Uh, so do you prefer classic lawyer detective Daredevil or Ninja Daredevil? <laughs> oh, um, I'll, I'll go with the classic. But you know, I've I've been wanting to to do um a gimmick match at some point. So I want to do a blindfold match. Um, and I want to come out as like Ninja Daredevil from Netflix season one. Like I want to get that costume. Um, I just think that would be sick. And I can do some really cool st- spots with it and that. That's pretty. I, I, I must admit, I don't think I've ever seen a good blindfold match. So yeah, there we, there's a challenge. Have a good blindfold match. <laughs> I think the best have to be uh, Jake the Snake Roberts versus uh, the model Rick Martel. I think we're talking WrestleMania 7. So I actually remember that match. <laughs> yes, that's so how old we are. <laughs> yeah, I, I have children the same age as you. Um, <laughs> I was looking at your big cartel at the moment. And um, you've sold out of most of your things. And there's an awesome um, couple of bits of merch. One of them that I'm gutted I missed out on. Um, the Issue 2 Zombie T-shirt looks amazing. Yeah. I hope you get that on back up again. But the Nirvana-inspired Get Rich or Die Trying top, yeah. that's amazing. As soon as you get those back out again, let me know, because I will be having one. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, merch is something I love doing, because uh, I'm into, like, streetwear and fashion just in general and it's a it's a good way for me to like experiment with designs and stuff and and put put stuff out that i would wear and i don't just want to do like generic wrestling merch i want to put stuff out that I, like if i walked into any shop on the high street and i saw i'd be like oh that's cool i might buy that uh so yeah obviously it's, it's easy to to get inspired from from comic books because of like the art's amazing that's one of the main reasons i started loving comic books as a kid like just seeing the art so um the the issued um series i've got of t-shirts are all inspired by daredevil uh for, well not yeah the first one was inspired by one of the daredevil covers i forget what the comic's called but he's like hunched over in front of paris i think it is uh, so I just changed it to me hunched over in front of London because obviously that's where I'm from. Uh, then issue two, I based it off the Marvel Zombie series. Um, and then, yeah, I, I switched up from that because I didn't want to keep going with that. I'm definitely going to have an issue three at some point. Um, but I wanted to get away from that for a bit and uh, give you something different. So I did the... Basically, I was just... Um, I really love... Red's my favourite colour and I love tie-dye. Um and I wanted to do a long sleeve because not many people do long sleeve T-shirts uh, in wrestling. So I thought, you know, it'll stand out on the table. Um, and obviously it was, I just had the idea. It's, it's easy to rip off the Nirvana logo, isn't it? It's been done a, a million times. But I, I didn't want to just put that easy, like, rip off logo on a plain black T-shirt and just have it be boring. I wanted to, like, do something with it that would make it different. Um, and I'll give you a bit of an exclusive. My next T-shirt is coming out uh 10th of february and it's another music inspired t-shirt but it's a graphic similar to a comic book t-shirt that i've done so it's the best of both worlds exciting dan is the musical expert as a a 25 year (laughs) experienced dj nice even i didn't realize it was that long uh started when i was 16 um yeah so what music are you listening to at the moment? What kind of thing are you into? <laughs> so it's funny, this, the, the Nirvana one is obviously a, a rock-inspired, and the next one I have is another rock-inspired T-shirt, but it's not really like the genre I enjoy. I, I have like a few songs here and there that I like that are from that genre, uh, but the main genre I like is, is rap and grime. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the genre I've loved since I was like 10, uh, I love. I used to love, obviously, American rap because that's all you'd hear on the on the radio. Uh, people like Jay Z and all that. And then I remember flicking through music channels when I was about ten, uh, and I came across a, a P Money song. I don't know if you know P Money. Uh, he's a grime artist from from London, from near where I live, like Lewisham area. Uh, and I saw him and I heard the accent. And I was like, 
this is cool. I didn't know they wrapped it. Um, <laughs> saw that, and then I like I got more and more into it over the years. Um, and yeah, I just I love grime and rap. Um, it's my favorite genre. <laughs> Yeah, I, I grew up listening to hip hop, uh, Biggie, uh, Tupac, Wu Tang Clan, mm. KRS One. That was my generation of it. Nowadays, I listen to Korean hip hop, which is absolutely the best hip hop going right now. <laughs> I absolutely, uh, I'm not kidding. It's absolutely fantastic stuff going on in K pop and Korean uh, hip hop is fantastic. Yeah, sounds cool. <laughs> What's your favourite uh, entrance track? I know it's, I'm stealing the dance favourite question. <laughs> oh, my favourite entrance. Oh, Batista's entrance music. <laughs> I Walk Alone. Yeah, it's, it's the one, it still gets me hyped now, but it got me hyped as a kid. Like, every time it come on, I have to do the, the machine guns, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the whole thing. It's such a good entrance. Like Batista was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, so yeah, but I feel like all the entrance music from that era, like Ruthless Aggression on, was so good. Uh, it was probably because that's what I grew up on. But like in particular, Batista's entrance music, um, Randy Orton's old theme. Mm. Uh, we had the sparklers coming down. I loved yeah. it. And um, RVD's theme. One of a kind. Yeah. Yes, favorites of all time. So yeah, I love that theme. It's a good one. It is a good one. Okay, what about your favorite normal music track to come out to in the UK? Okay, so before lockdown, I I used to come out to uh, a Royal Blood song called Out of the Black, just (laughs) because of the name. Um, And it had a cool sound. It kind of, it's slightly reminiscent uh, Finn Balor's music from WWE which was I, I didn't know how to feel about it because I didn't want people to think I was ripping him off <laughs> even though it's like its own song anyway uh, but yeah it fit me I really liked it um, and then since since it's come back I've pretty much only come out to the, the custom theme I got from Hot Tag uh, which yeah is made for me so why not um, yeah I, the only notes I gave them was I want the intro to sound like the the Daredevil Netflix intro, mm. uh, as close as we can get without being sued. Uh, <laughs> and I want it to go into a grind beat because obviously that's my favourite genre. So I feel like they got it perfect. And yeah, I love coming out to that now. No, oh, yeah, it certainly suits. Uh, so before we go into just rounding up uh, some of the matches that you've got coming up, our favourite question, I'll let you do it, Dan. We always ask anyone that comes on. In America, they have Mount Rushmore um, with their top four American wrestlers. But we're in England, so we have Mount Rushden. And we like to ask for your four most influential British wrestlers. They don't have to be, they could be current, they could be older, they could be absolutely anyone that you think deserves to be on the Mount Rushden of British wrestlers. Okay. See, I've I've thought about this because I've watched guys interviews with all, all, all my boys uh, with Joe Callum and, and Mayhew. So I've, I've given it some thought, but I, I'm still stuck on like the fourth person, but I'll try to come up. So my personal Mount Rushton uh, would be all guys that inspired me when I was coming up. Uh, well, when I first started training and uh, as I was making my up on shows um, and I feel like they're all different enough to where like they can make a very well-rounded um, Mount Rushton. So Number one would have to be Osprey. Uh, he's the main person that inspired me, pretty much the reason why I started to train. Um, and yeah, it's so influential to, to wrestling in general. Like if you look at any high flyer after that Osprey Ricochet match, they just copy it. <laughs> and like, why not? It was one of the best matches of all time, in my opinion. So um, Osprey is on there. Zack Sabre Jr. has got to be on there for me. Uh at the time I was getting into it, he was like Zach Freebelts or whatever he was doing. Like he had the, the PWG world title. He was over here all the time. He was in Japan, like taking over the world. And he's so, he's just quality. <laughs> There's not a better technical wrestler in the world, in my opinion. I mean, Ridgeway's getting up there now. Um, that's, a, that's a match I'd love to see now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. 
Will, Zach, Pete Dunn, who my third. Um, and yeah, these are all guys that I've I've been lucky enough to train with and like be around as I was coming up. And it's so mm. inspiring to see them all. Like the success that Pete's had in WWE, it's it's insane to see. Like I was training with this guy um, in a cold like undercarriage in Brixton a couple of years ago. And now he's on like NXT. Um, yeah, one of the best wrestlers in the world, Pete Dunn. Um, and this is where I get stuck on my fourth one. Um, oh, it's going to be hard. Who should I go for? Will, Zach, Pete. I will go with someone that I didn't think of initially, but I agree with Callum when he said it. Uh, Mark Andrews. Uh, another, yeah. obviously, big inspiration to me. Someone else I've, I've trained under as well. Uh, yeah, he doesn't get enough credit for, for the inspiration he did. And like the, he came up with Pete and all, all the Defend boys. And I feel like, yeah, he's, he's easily on the same level as Pete. So I feel like he should be having the same success, but obviously not to undermine the success he's having now in NXT UK, but he could easily go over to main NXT or main roster. So good. So yeah, there we go. We've got Osprey, Pete Dunn, Zack Sabre Jr., Mark Andrews. Uh, to be honest, Andrews, for his role in what he did help promote in progress in this, those early days, uh, yeah definitely deserves to be right up there and going on to impact wrestling before coming back to do more progress and joining NXT UK. He's a super that match that he had with Nathan Fraser at the end of last year was just so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was a great one. He had uh, Noam, the, the Noam Dar, the heritage match he had with Noam Dar as well. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, the, sec- the second heritage cup. Which leads us to rounds matches. Have you had any rounds matches? Are you looking to have some rounds matches? Uh, I have. I've had one rounds match against Nino at Rumble Promotions. Uh, That match happened in that weird week between Christmas and New Year where time isn't a thing. So 27th. 27th? I'm pretty sure it was the 27th. Cool. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, we, we know why it was the 27th as well. Because <laughs> we got invited to go along and watch that one, but we were at Ref Pro. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. It was something different, uh, something exciting to try, like different to planning a normal match. I really enjoyed it. It was easy working Nino, obviously. Um yeah, I love working him. And it was it was cool to do something different. You know, I had uh, I was heel there. <laughs> something different for me as well, which I don't really get to do. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it and uh, I'd love to do some more. Yeah, because you were part of the whole Rumble Wrestling tournament leading up to that with Maverick Mayhew, Nino and uh, Big Dan was there. Yes. I was indeed. I've been going to Rumble a couple of times, lovely guys. Yeah, they are a really good, good bunch of guys. But UKPW is another one where you've been. You've become the interregional champion. Uh, we had Alex on. We did the retrospective. Uh, very uh, highly praised yourself for a lot of your matches, including the one with Just Joe Lando, in which he was a last-minute replacement. Uh-huh. Uh, literally, he got the phone call from you on the day, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. I was that day was was stress. I don't envy Alex. Like it was stress for me. So let alone him being the promoter. Um, just as a side note, like I can't say enough good things about um, where Alex and the, and the other guys have taken UKPW. Um, it's it's such a good place to work now. The, like the professionalism um, is is so on point, and it's not professionalism in the boring way where they take themselves too seriously. Like you can still have a joke around them. Um, proper nice guys but yeah where they've taken and where they want to take UKPW uh, is so good I can't praise them enough uh, so yeah that that day uh, I got the message from Alex saying um, Ashmore's had to pull out um, do you know anyone uh, we can get in last second 
And I was like, oh, I'll try. I'll message some people. Um, so I, I messaged uh, Joe, Callum, a few other people. Um, uh, and then I don't think anyone was replying for a while. And me and Alex were stressing, like, we need to get someone. Because this is, like, on the days. Literally hours before I'm about to leave to go to the show. Um, so I'm just like, I need to phone someone. So I go to my phone, but I call Joe Lando. I was like, Joe, what are you doing today? He's like, nothing. I was like, do you want to wrestle me? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, can you get to this uh, this place? And he was like, I'll see. And I was like, I don't care if you can. You'll get into this place. You're wrestling me. Um, so, yeah, I, I put him in a group with Alex. We all had a chat. He got on the first train he could. Uh, he only turned up like after um, the show had started, I think. Uh, and yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about Joe as a wrestler and as a person. Again, one of my best friends. Um, such a good worker. I love wrestling him. And it's, it's so easy when you just like you click with someone. Obviously, being close personal friends with Joe, like I, I know him, he knows me. It wasn't hard to plan the match. I feel like our styles mesh really well because I love cruiserweight wrestling. Like as I said, Osprey Ricochet was what got me into it. So those style of matches are, are, are some of my favourites to do, and it's so easy when you've got the best flyer in Europe in Joe <laughs> uh, to, to to wrestle. So yeah, that was great. Uh, I loved it. Uh, the uh, you went on to then win the interregional championship with UKPW at the tables, ladders, and scares in a five man ladder match, yes, in a 14 foot ring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was interesting. Um, that day was a bit hectic because uh, I got to, to the venue and I was I had the full zombie makeup gimmick, uh, <laughs> as a little shout out to my issue two t shirt. Because it was the the event was on Halloween, so uh, I said to the makeup artist, I was like, I want to do a zombie look, and she was like, Come see me as soon as you get to the venue, because it's gonna take a while to do your whole torso. So I was like, Cool. So I got to the venue, dropped my bags, ran straight over to her. Um, she did such a good job, <laughs> but it took it took a while. Um, so yeah, I was I was fully zombied up like an hour later or whatever. Went out. Not even everyone was there for the match, and we've got this 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 good but little ring, <laughs> and this massive ladder, <laughs> and I'm there in like full zombie makeup, fully in gear, and everyone's just still coming in, <laughs> and Mayhew's there, and I'm like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> um, but yeah, we made it work. UKPW and the crowd were very happy with the match, which I was happy about. Um, and yeah, ended up taking the belt home, which was my first ever singles title. Uh, so yeah, it was a really cool day. I loved it. And this 19th, on, sorry, the February the 19th, you're in Falconwood Community Centre, where you will be taking on uh, your good friend, Just Joe Lando, once again, uh, which I, I suppose is only right, he does have the pinfall victory. Yeah, annoyingly he does. <laughs> Second, you know, I was I was preparing for Ashmore, had my tactics to take down a bigger guy, and then there's Joe, same size, same quickness. So, um, yeah, he got that pinfall over me, but obviously I'm not planning on losing any titles anytime soon. He, like he said, I'll defend against anyone. He can have the rematch, but I'm getting my win back. And making your way to the heavyweight match against uh, Alexander Roth at some point down the line, then. Love to. Super. Uh, and then uh, another match we've got you here for is Damon Moser uh, the day before in Ely uh, for Pro Wrestling Ambush. Are you looking forward to that one? Of course, yeah. Ambush is one of the most fun places to work. Um, I was saying it, my dad loves coming to those shows as well. Um, <laughs> and he described it as like family friendly progress. <laughs> so like you have the, the progress that's like... Um, rowdy and like over 18s way like um punk pro wrestling whatever they was called um and yeah the atmosphere is infectious there and you have like some of the best talent in the country obviously mm. um but with ambush you have like the same quality of talent like a lot of the progress guys do those shows but it's a, a really nice family feel because a lot of families come and a lot of um people that aren't as familiar with wrestling come to those shows so it's it's a completely different crowd but they're just as into it but like in a different way 
it's hard to describe unless you're there. So I, I definitely recommend if you can make it coming down to an ambush show because um, the crowds are great there. Obviously, um, great backstage environment. I know all the guys there. And yeah, they're, they're great for, for, for Danny Black merch. So hopefully I have some some stuff stuff left when I go there. Well, Ely's not too far from me because I'm based in Hertfordshire. Um, oh, nice. so it's not too far at all. And I have been taking my son along to some family-friendly shows. So maybe this will be the next step up. I'm taking him along this weekend to Wrestle Carnival, um, yep. which should be good. They've got an amazing show lined up this weekend. Um, and um, yeah, maybe that'll be another one to take him along to. Yeah, if it's great for the kids. If you can bring them along, yeah, the kids love it there. Um, but yeah, that, that weekend, great. I've got Ambush, then I've got Joe the next day at UKPW, and then who knows what I'm doing the next day. There is a progress show on, so. <laughs> who knows who you may be taking on that day indeed. I live up north, so uh, when are you going to make the trip up north for me to come see you? Catch Pro Wrestling, North Wrestling? TNT ignition or extreme? Yeah, um, all of those places I love to work. Um, I've spoken to the promoter from Catch um, here and there. Like, obviously, nothing confirmed yet. Uh, he seems like a lovely guy, so hopefully, we can work something out. Um, uh, I've been in loads of talks with Tidal up in Leeds. Um, we can never seem to get like our dates lined up. Whenever they want me for a show, I'm already booked elsewhere. So it has to happen this year at some point. Um, where else? I'd, lo- oh, I'd love to wrestle Frog and Bucket. <laughs> um, I was just about to say I can see you at Modern Nomad. Yeah. yeah, I would love to wrestle there. Maybe that that would be a great place to do the, the blindfold gimmick because, you know, they have all those those weird gimmicks. Yes. You know, get like us on the phone. I'll talk to him. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then TNT is another one that I've wanted to work for ages. I, I have been in talks with them, so hopefully can make something work uh, this year. So, yeah, I should be up north <laughs> at some point this year, so you'll be able to see me definitely. There you go. You, you, heard, him, you heard him, guys. Get on, the, get on the phone, promoters. Let's bring this man up north. Because, uh, yeah, as you say, there, there are some great uh, promotions up here, and the ones you just mentioned are definitely amongst the list. A lot of guys I haven't wrestled. There's like all the other 50 members were strong that I haven't wrestled. So I'd love to wrestle them. <laughs> Anyone at the top of the list of somebody you haven't wrestled who you'd like to? Ooh, I've got two from Northwest Strong in particular. I haven't wrestled Keenan yet. Love to wrestle Keenan. And Rio. <laughs> yes. um, I haven't, I've done one intergender tag match. But I've never had an intergender one-on-one. Some people don't like the phrase intergender, but whatever. I'm just using it to describe it. Yeah. Um, I haven't, yeah, got to, to wrestle a female performer before one-on-one. So I'd love to. There's so many great ones out there. Um, and Rio would be obviously a great place to start. I think if you put a blindfold on Rio, it would give uh, you a bit more of an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> she is a kick-ass girl. She would probably batter me. So I need to give myself a bit of a chance. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's going to be brilliant. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say while you're here? Oh, I can, I can name a, a few more females I'd love to wrestle. Go I don't get to, like a lot of the, the people that people suggest for me are obviously males, and obviously, I love to wrestle all the ones I haven't yet. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's so many great female performers out there. Um, Kanji is one I'd love to wrestle, uh, Giselle Shaw. Um, Giselle Shaw now that's so cool (laughs) so happy for her Um, (laughs) she's one of the funniest people backstage as well I love hanging out with her Um, so yeah we've got Rio Kanji Giselle Shaw Charlie Evans is back in the UK now maybe a death match who knows Um, we'll go with one more oh Mercedes Blaze as well yeah (laughs) My, she was always my pick for the MVP of the Women's Division of Progress was Mercedes Blaze. Uh, another question we do nearly forgot. Uh, if you're going to tour America, Japan or Europe first, which one are you doing? Ooh. So obviously I love to tour all of them. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to cop out. I'll choose one. Um, 
I would say, if I had to pick one first, I'd say America. Um, I, Japan is a is a massive goal for me. Obviously, the thing that got me back into wrestling was New Japan, uh, with the best of the Super Juniors. Um, but yeah, America have got such a talent pool now. Like with with all the the releases from WWE and all that, mm. um, which is obviously unfortunate for them. But now they can go wherever they want, which is is great for people like me. If I'm out there, I get to wrestle some of the best in the in the world. So yeah, there's so many great places, so many great people out there. Um, and yeah, such a big place that you can go anywhere, and I'm sure it'll be different. Mm. So great place to tour. Excellent. We'd love to see you in Europe as well. Some real top, uh, uh, great uh, up-and-comers. Peter Tehanye from Hungary is uh, one of my favourites. Going to give uh, Joe Lando the run for the money on that best flyer in Europe. Okay. I've not heard of him. But, oh, someone I have heard of and I've met, the Rotation from Germany. Very good. Uh, yeah, he's, he's very good. I'd love to wrestle him. Of course, Wrestle Carnival is going to be in Germany next year as part of the showcase for uh, the uh, 16 Carat weekend. Uh, they've just been announced. So congratulations to Wrestle Carnival on that. Is that a tournament you'd like to compete in one day? Of course, Karan Noir was the last uh, 16 Carat champion. Yeah, 100%. I feel like it's like Europe's equivalent to, to the Battle of Los Angeles with PWG. So like that... Mm is a, a massive career goal for me right it's when i was getting back into wrestling it's one of the things that i just binged and i still do now like they've got the best wrestling in the world there so yeah the, the wxw tournament are always so good they bring bring over the best talent I, I recently watched um bandito versus mike bailey from i believe it was the last tournament they did yeah um yeah that was insane like to, to be in a tournament with guys like that would be a dream for me <laughs> Excellent. Are you hoping to be part of the Super 16 this year for uh, uh, the, the UK's equivalent, Progress equivalent, the Super Strong Cell 16 that is coming yeah. back this year? So are you hoping to get your name in the hat? Of course. You know, I'd be silly not to. Like, I'd, I'd love to. Um, like you're similar to, to WXW. Like, they get the best wrestlers from around the world, including the UK. Um so, yeah, I'd also love to see Gene in there, you know, Gene for Super Strong Style. Um, oh. So that would be him in there. But selfishly, I would love to be in that tournament as well. Yeah, Gene for 16, that's been like three years in a row now, hasn't it? We've been trying to get him in there. It's, it's, <laughs> it's about like, time. Uh, hopefully this year we'll get it. Uh, super. Uh all right, I think that about wraps us. We've, we've had you for over an hour now. Uh, sorry to take up so much of your time. Uh, uh, it's all it hasn't felt like an hour so <laughs> it's uh, been such a great chatting with you and uh, we look forward to seeing you more on the uk scene and with that said ladies and gentlemen don't feed the trolls <laughs>